they exaggerate so much that they want you to see them as like, oh my God, this person is incredible. They also do it because it's their defense mechanism to avoid criticism. Welcome to the Dream Out Loud family, where young entrepreneurs come to learn the tips, tricks, and attitude of what it takes to live their dream life. I'm your host, Morgan T. Nelson, a former carpenter who created financial freedom by the age of 23 and have since spent my time traveling around the world living my dream life, inspiring, educating, and teaching other young people how they can do the same. Each and every week, I'll bring you the most epic guests who are going to share their stories, wisdom, tips, and tricks on how they've been able to create a life by design. Here at Dream Out Loud, we're committed to helping inspire and educate you to be able to execute your full potential. Welcome back, my dreamers, to another Minute with Morgs. Welcome back to the Dream Out Loud podcast. So good to be back here. And in today's episode, I'm going to be teaching you the five things that narcissists do to you so you can be aware if you're dealing with a narcissist or not, and then five ways on how to deal with them. This is a very interesting episode because when I was putting together all the notes, I was like, wow, this is extraordinary. And there's these people in the world and I was doing some research on there's like, I'm sure if some of you have actually watched on Netflix, that Netflix documentary called Fire the fire festival with the guy who ran the entire thing. If you haven't watched it, go and check that out. It's very interesting, but he pretty much convinced the whole world that he was running this festival on an Island in the Bahamas, that it's going to be the best things since sliced bread. And he's getting people to buy tickets and invest all this money. And then they got there and there was nothing. These people were stranded on an Island. I don't want to, I don't want to give it all away. Go and watch it. It's called fire. I think it's called Fire Festival and spelled F-Y-R-E. I'm pretty sure it's what it is. But this guy, he had huge tendencies as being a narcissist. Okay, so I'm going to dive into this straight away today. And perhaps as you're starting to think about this, perhaps you can even start to think about some people who you may know now or maybe in the past that have had these tendencies and you're going to start to actually make sense of why their behavior was like that and how you can kind of start to deal with it from now on. Okay, because if you've had any close involvement with a narcissist, like really close, like romantically, close friends, business-wise, no doubt you've probably been destroyed a bit emotionally. Okay, and I want you guys to be aware of what's happening right now so you can take some good action towards improving quality of your life. Okay. Hey guys, just want to jump in here super quickly and remind you to grab your ticket for the upcoming Life by Design Summit. Now, just wait here for a second. You're listening to this podcast because you want more from life. You want more from life. You want to create a life by design. You want to dream out loud, don't you? Otherwise, you wouldn't be wasting your time listening to my voice every single week, would you? So, wouldn't it be nice for you guys to be able to speed this up? Wouldn't it be incredible for you guys to accelerate your growth, accelerate your learning, and accelerate your freaking life? Guys, this is what the Life by Design Summit is all about. It is truly here to help you create a life on purpose with passion and freedom, okay? This is a summit where me and you get to actually hang out and interact with each other live at the virtual event. If you've been listening to this for a while and you're young, you're passionate, you've got a burning desire for more in life. And life is just not where you want it to be just yet. You want to have more freedom, have more clarity, have more certainty and truly 
Start living a life by design, not by default, not what the system has programmed us for, then you'll be at the Life by Design Summit, period. Okay, hit the link in the description of this episode. Get your ticket. There is one coming up. It's just around the corner. So I cannot wait to see you there. And we're going to dive deep into teaching you how to find your purpose in life and actually get paid for doing what you love and the four secret pillars on how to bridge the gap from where you are to that dream life. Okay, guys, go ahead and get your ticket now. You're going to feel so freaking amazing about uh, securing your spot now, being an early bird person. And then when we get onto the call, you're going to feel so freaking confident, so certain in your decision that you've made the right decision because your life is about to freaking change. All right, now let's get back into the interview. So I've even taken notes for this one. Usually I just completely free ball every single episode I do, but I've taken notes for this one because I don't want to miss anything. Okay, so if you hear some paper turning, that's what's happening. Okay, so let's dive into it, okay? The first tendency that narcissists, okay, to how to spot a narcissist is they're always sharing stories that portray them to be the hero and as a victim, okay? So what do I mean by this? They share stories all the time about themselves, okay? Because if you haven't known by now, narcissists are very self-absorbed. The whole world literally evolves around them. So they take things very personal, okay? Which we'll get into a little bit more. Okay, so they think the whole thing's about them. So every story that they share, not everyone, but most stories that they share is to position them as the hero, as the celebrity, as extraordinary. And they'll also position themselves as a victim, like a poor me. You don't know how bad I had it. I had to fight for this. I had to do this. And, And they'll share stories like this to you to get you to feel sorry for them. And then they weave it around and to portray them like the hero. And it sucks you in. It manipulates you emotionally to feel sorry for them and then to see their strength, to hopefully see you in them and then you can go on and do things. They also suck you in. Okay. So I'm literally just writing notes because when I was thinking about this, I'm like, I was writing all these notes and I want you guys to really get this. Okay. So when they're sharing the story about being a victim, it's not to suck you in to be like how normal people have a victim mindset. They suck you in as being like, poor me, this is me. But then they turn around quickly to be the heroes. Then you feel sorry for them. That still sucks you in. And then you're like, oh my God, they're so incredible. That's the whole manipulative story where people who use the victim mindset, to they just do it to get attention. They do it because they sometimes they just don't know any different. Okay. If people are like, oh, you don't understand how hard my life is. That's a normal victim mindset. But then doesn't necessarily mean that they're a narcissist just means that they might not have a different way to think or that's just their way that they know they can get attention, people can feel sorry for them, things like that, okay? So that's number one, sharing all these stories that portray them to be the hero, almost like a celebrity, okay? Number two is they exaggerate their accomplishments. They exaggerate everything that they've done. So to make them seem like they're way better than anyone else, okay? So they're not like you. They're better than you in their eyes. So if they've won a running race in grade five, they'll exaggerate that story to tell you that they become the fastest person in their entire school. They went on to win cross country, compete nationally, were recognized in the room, in in the news, and were such this athletic, incredible person. So they exaggerate the stories, right? They exaggerate so much that they want you to see them as like, oh my God, this person is incredible. They also do it 
because it's their defense mechanism to avoid criticism. Okay. They cannot take criticism at all. You cannot, if you criticize a narcissist, they'll fucking destroy you emotionally, maybe even physically. Okay. So be cautious with that. Do not criticize. Well, you can you just be weary of it. Okay. So the reason they use this, okay, the reason they use this to, you know, they exaggerate all their accomplishments, their achievements, and they blow them so far out of proportion where you perceive them as like this extraordinary person where you'll never criticize them. Because think of it something like, if you think of somebody like, like a Tony Robbins, for some of you who know Tony Robbins, you'd never go and criticize Tony Robbins because you'd just be like, who the fuck am I to criticize this guy who's been doing this personal development work for four and a half decades yes he might make mistakes here and there but i can't i'm in no position to criticize him because he's created so much great shit that's what they want you to perceive about them minus the actual work and actual real achievements making sense okay so they also do it to continually remind you of how good they are to make and how much better they are than you okay so they position themselves in a way through their stories and through their credibilities and things like this They do this in a way to make you feel uh, a lot less than them, okay? They do it so you look at them and be like, far out, I'm nowhere near as good as them. Therefore, making you a nice little puppet to them and every single thing that they say and do, you'll take on because you look up to them so much and they've got you completely controlled like that, okay? Number three is they love, they love to pick fights, And they also have zero interest in other people unless it can benefit them. And they're extremely, extremely competitive, okay? Because everything for them is to be able to prove themselves. They've got to prove themselves that they are the best. They've got to prove themselves that they are fantastic. They've got to prove themselves that they're greater than anybody else. And they'll often do this by picking fights to throw other people under the bus publicly sometimes right? And weave it around because they're the victim, right? Because they use all these things. Now we're talking about all these one, two, three points in together. So share, they'll, they'll pick fights with people, throw people under the bus and be like, poor me, poor me. You don't understand what they did to me, how I got it, et cetera, et cetera. And they do it in a way to also compete. Okay. So never, this is why I said, don't criticize narcissists because they'll pick a fight with you and they'll fucking destroy you and they'll let people know about you. Okay. And because they've got so many other people working underneath them, other people believe them a lot more, even though it's not necessarily the truth, okay? So overall, they're a very, very difficult person to actually deal with, okay? They, they know the emotional strings to pull. They know how to manipulate and just very difficult, okay? Because they love to pick fights and they love to compete, okay? Number four, they name drop, okay? So they name drop. So things like this, okay? So part of their exaggerated stories, they will name drop celebrities they'll name drop famous people they'll name drop people and they do these for a certain couple of reasons okay they may name drop people that you might not know to then make them look like oh my god i know people that you don't even know but then what they'll also do they'll name drop people celebrities but they exaggerate the shit out of it so they'll exaggerate it so they'll, they'll name drop them being like i know will smith like let's let's say they're like okay so yeah i mean so let, let's say if I attended the Oscars, okay? No, I'll take it back one more step. I watched the Oscars online, okay? And I saw Will Smith get out there and smack the shit out of Chris Rock, okay? That's the, for another day. And 
then that story will turn into, oh, yeah, I, I know Will Smith very, very well, for an example, okay? That's what they do. So in a story, they might be like, oh, yeah, Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know Will Smith very, very well. And then you might be thinking, holy shit, they know Will Smith very, very well. But then the reality of it is they watched Will Smith smack Chris Rock and they just watched a couple of YouTube videos about Will Smith. And then in their eyes, they think that they actually know Will Smith a lot more. And then when they share the story and they name draw, you now perceive them as even more extraordinary. You put them on an even bigger pedestal than what you already did because you think they're so extraordinary. Therefore, putting you even lower and we all know what we do when we're around people that we perceive as much better than us. We tend to respect them more, tend to follow them more, and tend to also listen to what they say and take it for gospel. Okay. So, yeah, that was the fourth one. Okay. So, they, they name drop a lot. Okay. The fifth one is they have an intense focus on their image and how people perceive them. Okay. So, this is a very interesting one. They'll do anything to defend their image, okay? So they have a very, 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 very intense focus on their own image and, and how what people think of them, okay? So they almost run this like, they have a complete mask on, okay? Because the whole underlying reason why they're doing all this is because they're hiding massive amounts of insecurities, okay? So they create all these things outside themselves. They think they fool people to not looking at them properly, okay? So they've got this intense focus on their image, they embody lies, right? So when most people lie, like if my partner comes home and I try to lie about something, like cheeky, I, I don't freaking know. Like, did you take the rubbish out today? I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> right? And, and it's like straight up lie. And it's like, and, and you can tell. Now, but with narcissists, they embody the lies so much, so much to the point where scientists have even done tests on them. They've put them on the scans and they can barely even tell if they're lying or not. So they genuinely believe their own lies so much this way that they won't actually come off as being a liar or a manipulator. Okay. So the thing with this is if you tarnish their brand, if you try to go at them, if you try to mention anything, they will destroy you. They will absolutely destroy you, mostly publicly with language or with, with in, in a very, because it's a very well thought out thing for them. Okay. I forget the person's name. There was this woman, Elizabeth, someone, I forget her name in America. She created this, she, she dropped out of uh, college and she created this like newfound incredible technology that you scan your blood. And I, I truly forget her name right now. And she scammed people, investors. She scammed lots of people into believing that this product was totally real. And then what it all came out with, it was, it was a complete lie. They hid everything and they said that they can't. Oh, another thing narcissists do is they hide a lot of information. Say it's completely. So these are just some red flags. Like if you start seeing people, if you're dating someone who hides things from you, right? Especially if you haven't, if you've also seen the Tinder swindler on Netflix, if you haven't seen that, that's incredible. That is a straight up narcissist and he was so good at it. Okay. We're lots of hidden things, this big image, lying stories, billionaire, the jets all this big persona to live up to, right? And as soon as he started getting questioned, he started going crazy, right? Go and watch that if you have more shot. This, this woman, and then what happened was someone actually dared to say, hey, I think this is like a lie. I think what you're doing is a lie. And they came out and she destroyed them publicly and said things like, I totally forget. I should have been more prepared when I was thinking this. I'm sure if you just put into YouTube, Elizabeth Narcissist 
blood. Just put those words and you'll probably find something on her there. Very interesting to see, right? So this, this woman was completely have a whole mask on that you thought she was completely somebody else. And therefore she just ran, she just pulled the sheet over everyone's eyes. It was crazy to see. Okay. So there are five ways. There are five ways to sort of know if you're dealing with a narcissist. And I wanted to go above and beyond the general stuff of like, you know, they're controlling, they're manipulative. They, they bash other people around you, not bash like physically sometimes, but you know, they tarnish other people's names when they're around you because they do things like this as well, because then they think when you're not around, you'll think that maybe they're talking about you and it's just, it's just emotional trap. Cause there's lots of things that we probably already know. So I want to pick these five that maybe you don't know yet of like how to actually pick up in their behavior. Okay. So I wrote down here as well. Here's a few things that they say. They say some things like this. We don't need anybody else. Okay. Forcing you to actually think, oh, wow, I've got companionship here. I've got support here. And they do that to trick you into also thinking that you don't need to rely on anybody else. So cut off ties with other people. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a partner. If you're dating a narcissistic dude or a woman, right? They say things like this. Hey, we don't need anybody else. We can just go away, right? This is control live. Okay. Next one is they say things like, you're always overreacting, right? So they say to you, you're always overreacting, making you second guess yourself. This is what it does. This is it. This is what they do, okay? They make you second guess yourself to lower your self-esteem. They lower your self-esteem so much and raise their own, okay? So they can control you and they know how to emotionally fucking destroy you with a single word or a look or, or even a maybe not coming home one night or ignoring you, things like this. Another thing they say is, no, they don't say this, but it's always about themselves. Another thing, okay? It's always about them. Everything always evolves around them, how good they are, what they've done, their achievements, who they know, things like this. Another thing they'll say is this, I always defend you and this is how you treat me. This, what this does to you, it makes you second guess yourself again and go, what do you mean you always defend me? Do people talk about me? What happens behind my back? And if you're always defending me, what does that mean about you? You must be such an incredible friend to me. You must be so supportive of me. And they think all these things. This also makes you think and look at them like they're the hero once again. And so you look at other people and you think, wow, I can't trust other people, but I can trust you. Very manipulative. Okay. So here's a little test. If you think you're around a narcissist, do a little test. Go and have a conversation with them. Tell them something that's going really well in your life and just listen to see if they turn it back onto something about them, what they've done in the past, what they're doing right now, or what they're also doing in the future. Narcissists often can't actually sit there, especially if you're doing something better than them, especially if you do something better than them, they cannot take it. Just watch their body language. <laughs> Very interesting. I, I, I really love this shit because I, I fucking love body language, the brain, human behavior. So I, I love this. I had a lot of fun putting this together for you guys. This is why it's a bit of a different episode. This one, isn't it? It's not so much like teaching. I just want to sort of just brain dump things on you. So you, you just have these in your tool belt because chances are you're going to, they, they actually, there was a study. They found that it was about one out of every 20 people is a narcissist. Okay. Or at least has narcissistic behavioral tendencies. So this is a valuable thing for you to know if you've got a narcissistic boss, business partner, uh, uh, romantic partner, friend, or anything, right? Very conscious to be aware of. So 
How do you deal with these people? First one is just fucking run away. No, I'm kidding. Not really. You could. It's probably the best thing to do, actually. Okay, let's actually do it. The first thing is, okay, you need to listen. You need to listen to your thoughts and your feelings. If you think, here's a great thing with the human brain. Like if you just have a feeling, if you just have this intuition, this thought, this download, this whatever you want to call it, that maybe this person's a narcissist, genuinely look into it because you're getting that feedback from somewhere. Okay. What we know as humans is when we're actually like, our brains are very intelligent and we're all connected. Universal power is extremely strong. And it can give you, like, if you're just feeling, you, you've all had those feelings, right? You walk down an alleyway at nighttime and you get that gut feeling, this doesn't feel right. You don't keep going down the alleyway, even though it might be safe. But if it doesn't feel right, just go another way. So listen to your thoughts and feelings. If this doesn't feel right for you, if this relationship isn't feeling right, you need to start to just distance yourself. Now, but I wouldn't completely, unless you're prepared to never speak to them ever again and deal with the repercussions, I wouldn't just completely, 180 and bounce because they will take it as a personal attack. They will go ape shit and they will try to do anything they can to actually come after you, either verbally, emotionally, or physically to try and get you back in their control. So if you're in a like a relationship, this could be a dangerous thing. Okay. So you don't just want to just up and leave. But you might want to start to distance yourself more. Now, if you're in a full relationship, this is obviously a little bit harder. I'm not going to get into this in interview, but if I was in a narcissistic relationship, I would start to find, I would test it by actually being like, hey, I'm going to have a weekend away by myself. See how their response is. If they're like, what are you doing? Where are you going? How are you going for? And start questioning and they get, and, or even a big thing, if they just don't allow you to, fuck, that's your, it's i I'm not saying they're narcissistic, but that's narcissistic behavior. So it's one thing to label someone as something, then also say they're acting as something. You need to listen to it. If it doesn't feel right, distance yourself from them. Number two is do not fight them. Don't fight them. Just do the right thing. You need to release their control on you and just completely distance yourself. What I mean is if you go at a narcissist, they're just prepared. It's not worth your energy. See, they get energy from the fight. Remember how they love fights? They love conflicts. They get energy from it. And if you start to familiarize yourself with this, and you notice that you have a, you know a narcissist in your community or, or your awareness, just notice how many fights do they get in? Is there always problems happening around them? Is there always conflicts? Is there always, there's always someone to them, right? There's always someone who's attacking them. There's always someone that's doing them wrong, isn't there? We all have these people, right? So you don't want to fight them, okay? Do the right thing distance yourself, just, just focus on actually releasing their control and just focus on just going, well, I'm in control of my body. What can I do? Okay. Number three is you ask yourself, what are your needs and your values right now? Focus on them and allow yourself to do it guilt-free. Okay. So just make a list. What are my needs? What do I actually need right now? I actually need support, real support. I actually need a friend. I actually need some alone time, right? What are my values right now? What I'm actually valuing is love and connection. And I'm not fucking getting it from you. Not in the way that I want it, right? So you want to think like, what are your values? Okay, focus on those and just allow yourself to do it guilt-free. Now, if you're really wrapped up in a tie with this narcissist and you're going to quite feel guilty about doing these things because they've, they've made you, not made you, 
you've still allowed yourself. Okay. We're not, we're not, I'm not being allowing you to have a victim mindset and be out of effect here. You can still decide to be at cause and be like, I've still allowed them to make me feel this way. I've allowed them to control me, et cetera, et cetera. But I want you to really focus on doing what's right for you, your needs, your values, guilt-free. This is your life. You don't owe anything to anybody. Okay. Number four is you need to send them love. All right. You send them love so they can heal their insecurities. And you need to thank them for showing you something inside of you. So usually narcissists find people who are weaker, more people pleasers, kind people that just want to fucking help. They take them, they take advantage of them. Now, on the contrary of this, people who are people pleasers, they need to actually start to stand up for themselves more. They need to ask for what they want. They need to own their shit more. They need to have stronger barriers, stronger boundaries. They need to develop more strength. So I want you to thank this person for showing you the reason this person's triggered you so much and caused so much grief is because they're showing you the person you need to step more into, but do it with love, not manipulation, power, control. You need to start stepping up for yourself more and taking control of your life and being like, this is who I am. This is what I've done. So what I'm about, and, and I'm going to do it and create an impact, do it love, do it connection, instead of trying to do it for a control basis and to fuel your ego or to manipulate other people to hide your insecurities. Okay. So I want you to send them love to help them heal because they need it. Okay. And focus on you and actually just look for, well, what about them could I take and make useful inside of me? And number five is you need to be strong. Okay. You need to be a lot stronger. And what I mean, I'm not telling you to step into like a dark masculine or feminine and be like, I'm going to make a story that I can't trust people. That's not the case but be stronger, be more assertive with who you are and what you know you are. It's not your job to make them happy. It's your job to make you happy. So you need to be stronger, have clearer boundaries, have a healthy relationship with yourself where you just don't allow anyone to manipulate you. You're in control of you, no one else. And when you start to show up and you set that sort of tone in your life, no one will fuck with you. Narcissists will come near you They'll try to, you'll spot them from a mile away. You'll give them a nice big hug, a kiss on the cheek and say, I'm sending you lots of love because they need it. Okay. So I hope this has been helpful for you guys. If you got value from this specific episode, please let me know on Instagram. Hit me up at Morgan T. Nelson. Follow us there and at, at Dream Out Loud family. Come and check out what we're all about. If you got value from this, I really, really love to hear from you guys. If you did get value from this, or if you know anyone in your circle or in your awareness that you may think is a narcissist, I hope you guys got some value from this and how you can start to distance yourself. Um, this was a different type of episode to what I usually do. So if I get some feedback here, maybe I can pick on some more things and start giving you guys some real things like this to work on human behavior, how to spot things and all these kinds of things so you can live an incredible life. Cool. Great. And if you guys love this and you want to do some more things, I've got something absolutely incredible coming up. I know many of you listen to this podcast because you want to create a life of freedom. You want to create a life of personal and financial freedom. You want to create a life of joy, of passion, of certainty, of clarity, of right? You want to live a life on purpose, don't you? Like that's why you tune into this podcast. You, you tune in here because you want to get the tools, the tips, the secrets and how to dream out loud. So, 
I've got something really freaking incredible coming up that you are going to love because this is the first time ever that I'm actually hosting something regular that's going to be virtual where anyone around the world can actually tune into this. So it doesn't matter what country you're in, you'll be able to get access and come and hang out live with us. I want to introduce you to the Life by Design Summit, how to create a life on purpose with passion and freedom without needing to have it all figured out yet, even if you don't know where to start and have tried everything else. This is for you if you truly want to create more personal and financial freedom in your life. If you want to live a life by design, not by default, and you want to take life by the balls and come out the other end and actually have an extraordinary level of life, if you want to have more income, more joy, more passion, better relationships, this is for you. What this is, is a three-hour online summit. This is not some shitty masterclass, some shitty free webinar masterclass or challenge where I'm going to loiter you in here, where I'm going to say it's free, you come in and I give you 10% of value and the rest is just bullshit fluff to waste your time and have you sold into my next thing. That's not what this is. This is a three-hour Life by Design Summit. This is a three-hour online event, okay? So when you go to an event, you pay t- you pay for a ticket and you go and you get hardcore value. That's what you're getting here. If you tune into these episodes, you see how much value I give you is in like 10-minute mini episodes. And if, if you listen to that and you're like, man, that was great. I got a lot. Imagine what we're going to do in three hours together. I truly want you guys to come and take a look at this, dive into it, come and join us, come and meet us live. This is going to be live, it's going to be, sorry, virtual. It's going to be live virtual, but it's going to be ran live. So it's not some recorded piece of shit event where you're going to get on and just get the, the washed up version of me. You're going to get on and see, see me live, see me virtually. We're going to be able to interact with each other. We have to talk to each other. I'm going to pull you up, group coaching, live coaching. doesn't matter where you are in the world, this is going to be incredible and it's for you. So if you want to come and register, hit the link in the description right now because one thing that I know about all successful people that I know, decisive, decisiveness is a common trait. All successful people, action takers and money makers, okay? So if you are seeing this and it's like, this sounds freaking amazing. I know that I want this. The next step for you right now is to hit the link below in the description. Register right now for the event. The ticket is $47. I made it super affordable so anyone can literally jump onto this and come and get some value. It's going to change your freaking life. So this is the first time we're opening up around the world. If you love this, it sounds like you, come and be our guest. I would love for you to join. I really look forward to seeing everybody there. Come and join the Life by Design Summit. Hit the link in the description and join us on the next one, guys. And if you have value from this, I would love it if you can leave a five-star written review, share it with a friend, do your thing, do all that shit. Find me on Instagram. Let me know if you love this episode. And guys, until the next one, I love yous and I'll see you then. Thank you so much for listening. And if you got value from this episode, it goes such a long way. If you can just take 20 seconds of your time, leave me a five-star rating and written review, then screenshot this episode and share it to your story and make sure you tag me for that shout out. And until next time, guys, go out there and dream out loud.